Hello, this is Grad School Grad, a podcast about public policy and international relations graduate programs in the United States. So I want to talk about a very interesting topic, uh, one that honestly a lot of people don't think about, but I think it really matters to a small yet definitely very present and definitely very real uh, population of people who attend uh, policy graduate programs. And that is those who lean conservative in their policy beliefs and ideology. And so I want to call this episode How I Have Seen Conservatives Manage Policy Grad School. Now, before I continue, I want to establish two things. Uh, Number one, politically, I am independent. I do not consider myself conservative. In fact, I'm probably the only uh, political or policy ideology more rare than a conservative in policy school, and that's to be an independent. Um, I have, politically speaking, voted for candidates of both parties, and there are things I agree with and disagree with from both the liberal side of America and the conservative side of America when it comes to um, the policy belief system, or at least what was traditionally the policy belief system. And the reason why I say traditionally is because when I mean conservative, uh, I view it in terms of traditional meaning and not necessarily what is today the Republican uh, ideology or policy perspective. Um, And what I'm ultimately getting at is that with the arrival of President Trump, uh, what is conservative and what is Republican has been very difficult to discern. Um, Because the reality is that at a certain point, uh, some things that President Trump has been focusing towards are not traditionally what's considered conservative in terms of policy space. So in the interest of simplicity, uh, I'm not going to say the word Republican in this podcast, other than that, time before. I I want to think about things in terms of uh, conservative via the traditional sense, uh, pre-Trump, so to speak. And and I'm speaking about for the United States, of course. Although, because I mentioned the word conservative, I think it's applicable for international students from uh, other countries within the West. Um, I, I mean, hypothetically, we could talk about international students not from the West, but I think there's just a lot more nuance in what conservative means in those places. So let's, in the interest of simplicity, let's talk about conservative in the U.S. context and out of the context in, uh, for international students from Western democracies. So um, with that said, uh, I, I want to highlight that I can talk about this having not only gone to policy school myself, but having known people of both conservative and liberal uh, policy leanings um, who, who have talked to me about what's it like to go to policy school in different t- times in uh, the past 10 years, uh, both pre-Trump, during Trump, and now post-Trump. Um, and I would say the reflections are pretty consistent. Um, so, yeah, let's yeah, let's go, go and get to it. Um, what I want to start with is, you know, once upon a time, uh, and when I was an undergraduate student in academia, 
I actually did a lot of research on uh, different minority groups in America. I'm actually very interested in minority groups in America. I myself am a person of color. And when I think about uh, my analysis based on my observations and what I've been told about uh, conservatives managing through graduate school, actually, to me, it reminds me a lot about talking about a minority group, uh, or there's a lot of similarities about talking about their experiences in policy grad school and thinking about minority groups in America at large. And one reason that really makes me think about that is because from a numbers perspective, and I mean, only purely in the policy grad school setting, uh, conservatives are very much a minority. Um, I would tab it at roughly between uh, five to, tw- sorry, 10 to 20% of the student body. Um, and for, in terms of, I would say most, uh, most of the really good uh, policy programs. Um, now, there are some policy programs that have a lot of sponsored students from the government, uh, from companies, so on and so forth, that, uh, and they tend to be a little bit older and come from more conservative backgrounds. So it's, there are some rare policy schools where I would say conservatives might go up to about as, as high as 30%. But generally speaking, uh, conservatives are just a very distinct uh, minority, and they're very aware of themselves as being a minority. Uh, I would say that the definitely predominant policy-leaning uh, population are liberals, although in all fairness, um, you, a lot of that group does have some levels of difference in what they believe in, but they, I think they could very generously uh, at least call themselves liberal-leaning or liberal-connected in terms of their policy views. As I mentioned previously, Independence, uh, at least in the U- U.S. slash Western Democracy International graduate student sense, um, uh, I would say it's very, very rare. Uh, I actually have never met someone like myself because I view that a lot of people going to policy school with a strong sense of what they believe in. And I wouldn't say it's that I don't have a strong sense of what I believe in, it's just that what I believe in is a little bit more over the map compared to everyone else in policy school I ever met, or at least um, that they're willing to talk about it. And definitely, uh, I'm a little bit more over map than most Americans I meet as well. So I want to highlight the four types of ways in which I see conservatives managing policy school and with the, acknowledging that they are essentially a minority group. Um, the first one is probably why see as the most common and that is uh conservatives who keep to themselves and by themselves i mean themselves uh by being very very alone in terms of their or alone and not expressing their policy ideas or alone in the sense that occasionally you'll mention it in uh what they believe is a safe setting with other conservatives um or or occasionally uh the the very few people they feel comfortable uh, honestly discussing things with. But generally speaking, um, the, the conservatives keep to themselves, uh, legitimately just don't really voice their uh, thoughts and opinions uh, outside a very safe space. And that includes uh, classes, that includes uh, spaces on campus, 
um, which you would imagine uh, it's more open for discussion and everything, but in the interest of their... Uh, in, the, in the interest of, shall we say, peace and harmony, um, or the perception of peace and harmony, um, they, they do not... Yeah, they did not share uh, what what they believe and why they believe it. Now, what I think is interesting about this group is that just because they keep to themselves in the school environment doesn't necessarily mean they keep to themselves outside school environment. I would say, in fact, a lot of these uh, conservatives keep themselves, do a lot of really cool uh, or at least interesting and high-powered activities outside the campus environment. Uh, a lot of people I met who were the conservatives keep themselves category had some of the most interesting um, internships that where uh, they got published in uh, things like the Wall Street Journal and uh, they helped their bosses get on TV like CNBC um, and yeah, uh, some interesting think tank opportunities out there. Granted, there's conservative think tanks, but there was still very uh, well-respected think tanks and everything so um yeah so, so i will say some of them uh because on average those who are conservative tend to lean older some of them kept themselves because they're focused on their family uh and you know they just want to make peace with all the students but uh again by by and large uh i think it's a great thing that uh they generally do so well and find their own ways of uh control you know achieving their interests in uh, arguably constructive ways. But at the same time, I think it's kind of sad that uh, rightfully or wrongfully, they feel the need to keep quiet and really not have an opportunity to uh, really help others learn what they believe and why they believe it. Now, I think they are what they are is because they see this other group of conservatives I see uh, manage grad school. And that is what I call the thoughtful conservatives that talk to a wall. Um, I mean, not, I wouldn't, it's, not, it's kind of figurative, not literal. And what I mean by this is um, there are some conservatives out there who I would say are nice people. And although I or liberals might disagree with them on things, they are very thoughtful on why they are conservative and why they believe in certain things. And the reason why I say they talk to a wall is that they're very open to sharing um, their, their beliefs, their views, their thoughts, uh, either casually or even in class. Um, because, but, but the reason why I say it's like talk to walls is because a lot of times people just aren't interested in what they have to say. And they become somewhat socially isolated um, but also in class, um, the the tidal wave of voices of another direction just you know, greatly outweigh what they have to share. And you know, as a professor, they want to give a fair amount of split of time. So you know you can't just have a, like an even Stephen back and forth between conservative and liberal views. But because the vast majority of students are liberal, their voices just outweigh that of the quote unquote thoughtful conservative. Um, I do think it's interesting how I've seen uh, the few thoughtful conservatives out there just keep on trying, keep on persisting. And I think it's uh, by and large admirable that you know, they keep on trying to 
help others learn. And also, I think they're very genuinely interested in learning about liberal perspectives as well. Uh, and I think you know, some manage to do so. Others just find themselves uh, not so easily able to a- attain people who uh, will, can have an open, honest conversation with them. Um, the next is what I've seen are conservatives who wear liberal clothing. And usually the way I see this manifest are people who uh, are generally moderate, more moderate conservatives, but I've seen some more uh, severe conservatives or more intense conservatives do this as well, who they realize the game right away that um, in grad school, there's not a really easy venue or social social acceptable welcoming place to have an open discussion of uh ideas and policy, so on and so forth. Um, so what they do is that they, but instead of being quiet, they kind of like want op- openly make themselves accessible. So they espouse uh, more liberal beliefs on things that they feel comfortable doing, whatever that might be, as a way to essentially win friends and influence and join social groups in which yeah, they essentially what it comes down to is they don't want to be excluded from social groups, so they uh, at least have some semblance of liberalism within, in which that becomes uh, a way to be accepted. Um, I think usually with this group, uh, their friends kind of know they have some conservative leanings, but by and large, they are generally, uh, at least for the purposes of grad school, identify as liberal and therefore accepted into. Uh, academic and social settings. Um, all right. Um, then the fourth, which is by far the most unexpected and most unusual, uh, but I have seen uh, here and there, are the conservatives who attain popularity by making themselves into the joke of the class. Um, so this might be a little bit difficult, difficult to explain. But the story I have to tell is that there was a very, very strong conservative, um, or by strong, I mean very intense conservative, and actually I've heard other schools have this type of personality as well, but a strong conservative who kind, kind of in a way made him the, uh, the running joke of the class. But in a weird way, by being the running joke, uh, this person would be welcome at, as, at parties as the quote-unquote crazy conservative or the quote-unquote ridiculous conservative. So it was interesting because no one would take this person seriously, uh, but in a way, by becoming a joke uh, of the class, uh, everybody wanted this person around so they could joke with him about uh, his conservativeness. And it was like, oh, so-and-so is coming around. Ha, we we get to joke, make all these jokes and fun puns and stuff about conservatives. I, I always thought it was interesting that I, there was a graduate school party once in which there was a dance party and I think they like start making chanting conser- everybody, including all the liberals, start chanting essentially liberals, I'm sorry, start chanting conservative sayings uh, as a massive joke to make fun of this person, but it was also kind of like a, you know, a, a fun social activity to like, haha! See how just ridiculous this is. Let's all revel in this ridiculousness, and as we have our champagnes up, do our champagne toast and stuff. Uh, 
I just thought it was very strange, and I did not feel comfortable looking on that at, at all. But um, this person, and again, I have, have heard other personalities um, like that who are, are sincerely conservative, legitimately conservative, are more than happy to be the conservative running joke, yet at the same time, in a very weird way, uh, enter academic and social settings as the quote-unquote ridiculous conservative. Um, I hope that makes sense. So ultimately, what I want to wrap up with is that um, I will say the vast majority of schools, uh, policy schools, policy graduate schools in the United States, have not really done the the best job in uh, putting together a community environment in which there's means and mechanisms uh, for people to share thoughtful beliefs, policy beliefs, um, from different angles of the, shall we say, traditional political spectrum. Now, that being said, I have heard that some schools are trying really hard, and some schools arguably have been make, been successful. I would say Harvard Kennedy School, I've heard efforts of having a more open, honest sharing of what people believe in from a policy-by-policy policy angle, or rather by labeling what's conservative, what's liberal. Now, that being said, at the end of the day, um, I, there's a relatively the easy definition of, especially self-definition, at least from a traditional sense, of self-identifying as being policy-wise conservative. And those who identify as policy-wise conservative are, the reality is that they are a minority in policy school. And since it is in policy school and people are very keenly aware of what they believe in terms of policy, that awareness of being conservative, in fact, becomes more apparent. And being that's more apparent, it's more of a item to manage in terms of uh, you know, how someone relates their conservative policy when they and their minority status to pro- programs, which is student population. I want to highlight student population and not necessarily the professor population, because depending on school, you might you know you might actually have some very famous conservative professors, but depending on student population. Um, be openly aware that they're, they're a minority and they need to manage that. All right. Um, so I hope this is helpful for anyone thinking about going to policy school uh, and understanding some social dynamics and peer dynamics. And for anyone who is a conservative going to policy school, uh, I hope this you know helps you understand what uh, how thing, how things might manifest be. And for look for those who are liberal or consider some liberal policy wise, um, yeah, I I think it's great you believe in something, but I also recommend that uh, hopefully as as time goes on in America we do a better job of learning from each other, and rather than uh, making social spaces like policy graduate school uh, a situation where uh, a minority group. I would say conservatives in this case feel like they need to manage their uh, policy leanings rather than have open communication with liberals and learn. As long as it's done in a thoughtful, constructive way, I would say the vast majority are interested in that. All right. 
Uh, thank you very much. I'm looking forward to making more content. Bye.